Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Nyasha Musa Grace. I'm Nana. And I'm Nyasha. Have you guys missed us? Because we have missed you. We have missed you. We have got so much great stuff this season. We have got a very focused season this one as well. Absolutely. We are going in, 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 in on products. (laughs) In on products. There's just been so much stuff going on that we really felt that actually having a whole season dedicated to it, dedicated to, you know, those who make the products, those who buy the products, those who use the products, Mm -hmm. and just really dissecting all of these layers. And I think it's when you talk about product usage, you have to remember that there is... The hairdresser's experience of using a product right and then there is our experience of using a product yeah. at home yeah so it's lovely that we've been able to have this season sponsored by our fertility right so that we can really focus mm-hmm. on making sure that we give our listening public yeah good information so that they make better choices yeah and as always save your money for things that really oh, count to buy an island you know <laughs> the <laughs> amount of money we spend on hair products we could absolutely <laughs> so tell absolutely. us about afrotility what is afrotility okay so afrotility is a company that was founded by a group of stylists mm-hmm. who really value the importance of healthy hair right um and they're very committed to giving each individual a personalized hair experiences mm-hmm. and they do that through their bespoke classes right and they also do that through conscious styling okay so what is conscious styling okay so conscious styling is when because the hairdressers trained well right they also know and understand that manipulating hair causes damage Mm. so one of the things we try and fight against as stylists or we should be fighting against the stylist is making sure that we are not responsible for traction alopecia Mm -hmm. for people's edges leaving and mm-hmm. going somewhere else far far away never to return <laughs> the shade <laughs> no but it's it's so sad because yeah. you see a person with a freshly freshly do done hair yeah, yeah, you know yeah. you, you know that they're coming from somebody yeah they've paid somebody to get their hair done right and there is so much that is wrong with that style like mm-hmm. there's a person in my head right mm-hmm. like this person traumatized me so much because she's always getting her hair done like she her hair is always fly right right her hair always looks good and it's the same hairstyle right it's a weave okay with a mid parting okay. and i know I'm thinking of one person specifically, yeah. but there's millions of people like this. Yeah. Maybe not millions, so let's not over-exaggerate. <laughs> Maybe not millions, but there's probably hundreds yeah. of women worldwide who fall into the category of what I'm describing. Right. They have the center part, yeah. and they have a weave done around mm-hmm. that. Now, they probably go to this person because it's a family friend, it's someone they like, they're cheap, mm. They've been going there for the last 10 years, mm-hmm. which is all fine. I mean, that's fine. That's that's not the problem. The problem is your center part is now getting wider and right. wider and wider. So it's gone from being a center part to being the Red Sea Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and yet your stylist has not had a conversation with, with you, you right. about what's going on with your hair. Mm-hmm. She's not offered you... An alternative. Mm-hmm. She has not educated you to know that what's happening is irreversible. Mm-hmm. And 
I, I, I'm not sure because that, that is, that's traumatizing because if that, right. if your center part is now that damaged, the, the rest of your weave, what is it being attached to? Right. The rest of your hair, okay. if your hairline is damaged, mm -hmm. trust and believe, unless you're taking active steps yeah. to restore the health of your entire head of hair, chances are you can just see the damage that's on your edges because they're delicate. Right. You probably have hair damage everywhere. Mm -hmm. So the integrity of your hair is out of order. Right. At Afrotility, they are very much against that. Mm -hmm. They are very much into conscious styling. Each person needs to know the pros and cons of the hairstyle that they choose. Right. They need to know how long it can be kept in and how long it shouldn't be kept in for, mm -hmm. how to take care of it while it's in, whether it's a weave, a wig, whatever it is that you use to style your hair. Yeah. You need to know and understand. And if your stylist is not giving you that information, mm -hmm. you might want to consider looking for another stylist. Right. Which is the reason. We also know because it's before they start throwing them out. <laughs> I know our crowd, but I know, I know because people sometimes are saying, um, it's the hairstylist, right. it's the hairdresser. So we've had so many complaints about that. Mm. And yes, I agree. Not everyone who does hair is necessarily trained. Right. Not everyone doing your head is necessarily covered by insurance. Mm -hmm. Some of these people are not registered mm -hmm. anywhere where they're supposed to be registered in whatever country they're operating. And yet there is that requirement. Right. So if you do hair in the UK, there is a license you can get from your council mm. that stipulates how you should operate and run your business. Um, and at the very least, if you live in a council, I don't know where that is in the UK, right. but there might be a council that says, okay, well, you don't need this, you don't need that. At the very least, you should have insurance mm -hmm. as a stylist because you're handling people's hair mm -hmm. and in order for you to have insurance you need to demonstrate a degree of training right so if your hair is being done by somebody who has no paperwork whatsoever right yeah. you are the problem not them mm. they are doing what they are doing because that's their hustle mm -hmm. but you're supporting it it's like buying fake goods right you can't complain that, oh, I, I, I bought a fake whatever. No, you bought it. If you didn't buy the fake, they, they wouldn't make it. Yeah. You are going to people who are untrained because you think it's cheap. But the point is you will eventually wind up looking up for people like Afrotility or looking for our guest from last season, mm. the Fulham Hair Clinic or Shirley MacDonald. Yeah. People then go to these places and say, my hair's falling out. My hair's broken. This mm -hmm. is that. And it's like, well, usually something can be done. Mm -hmm. But in certain cases, the damage is, is so far gone that people are now forced to wear a wig. Right. Because that's their only option. Wigs are accessories. Mm -hmm. it, it shouldn't be a... It, you have to wear a wig mm -hmm. because you've now got no hair. Right. You should be able to choose to. Yeah, to. it's yeah. a choice. You you should be able to say, well, I don't want to wear a wig or I want to wear a wig. Mm. And it's so sad because a lot of people are forced into wearing wigs, mm -hmm. um, people of certain age especially, mm -hmm. because the damage is, is, is ridiculous. Mm. And these are people who are paying other people for their hair. It's like if, even if you go to get a relaxer right. and your, your hair is thinning, um, we need to take, you like that is traumatizing that yeah. needs to stop um if you have the hair same hairstyle all the time every time 
and and you go to a stylist mm-hmm. and they don't tell you about changing your hairstyle and having other options that again is another worrying issue and then you've got the issue of products mm-hmm. people being made to buy products that they don't need they don't know what it's doing exactly the whole thing the whole thing yeah so that's why Afrotility has decided yeah they're going to sponsor this season just so we can get to the bottom of it right and they've given us a discount for our listeners if mm-hmm. they go and they want to enroll on the bespoke classes mm-hmm. to learn about their hair to understand what will work for them mm-hmm. what styles will suit them and their lifestyle mm-hmm. the most and they, they just they hold you to <laughs> they help you to get to the place where you can be at peace with your hair right. for what your hair is, is. yeah yeah they will even include a mini session with somebody who gets the thinking behind it yeah um, it's just to help you understand that element. If, if it's something a person needs, to, that just that self-acceptance mm-hmm. and being okay with it. And I understand that because I've been there where I like my hair big. So right. I had a wig made that was yeah. really big. And then my hair grew because I was growing my hair at the time. And then my hair grew and it got really big. Mm. And then it was like, yeah, I love my big hair. I love my big hair. And then now it's like... Um, I've kind of fallen out of love with my hair a little bit. Yeah. Then I've had support. So yeah. I, I also understand the mental health aspect of hair. Right. And right. how it can affect you. Because I deal with people who come and their mindset has been messed up mm-hmm. because of the relationship they have with their hair. Right. So part of the, the, the classes that Afrotility offers yeah. is a session with a trained professional professional yeah. you know person that will help them yeah so like your hairstylist is not a therapist no you can talk to them and whatever but there are times when you might need more than that right just like your hairdresser is not a dermatologist yeah. so any good hairdresser when they realize that there is an underlying issue that needs to be addressed will either refer you to your gp or they will refer you to your dermatologist mm-hmm. Which is, again, why we're talking about this today. Products. Yes. Dryness. <laughs> oh, okay. So when we were thinking about this product, we had one course specifically in mind, yeah. which is Product Junkie, what the episode is named after. Yeah. And so recently I went to an event. Mm-hmm. It was a really lovely event. Mm-hmm. And there was a goodie bag. Mm-hmm. Now, in this goodie bag is this hair curl. I don't know. They have all these nice names now. Yeah. Curl, whatever. Um. And I used to use it way before, way before, way before. And I just got back. It just, just seeing it took me back to that place where the bathroom is full of products, mm-hmm. all sorts of products. And I justify it because I'm like, oh, well, this product does this. It moisturizes, but this product gets that definition and this product does this and this product does that. So instead of just check, picking one product, I'm using five, six, 10 million products in one go. Yeah. So going through and looking at the course curriculum and what it's outlining for me was like, okay, you know, over the years I've had to really train myself to mm-hmm. realize that I don't need a thousand and million things, you know, mm-hmm. that actually less is more. And, and, and I think what you said before, just about retraining how we think about hair yeah. is so powerful yeah. because I think we then see all of these images of quote unquote natural hair which isn't really natural hair. And we mm-hmm. think, okay, that's what I need my hair to look like. For my yeah. hair to look good, for it to yeah. look healthy, I need to get to that stage. Yeah. And to get to that stage, I need all, all of these products. products. Yeah. And then we forget that 
the people telling us this know nothing about hair. Right. They don't right. know anything about hair. Mm-hmm. They're probably caught in the same vicious cycle themselves of having a million and one products that don't always do what they think they're going to do. Mm-hmm. But they're selling you something. Yeah. It's advertising. Yeah. And anybody who's worked in advertising or an advertising campaign and you know, anything, mm. you know for a fact that the end result takes hours and hours and hours to create. Yeah. Um, but because images are visual, they're powerful, they do it because mm. they want us to then go out and buy this. Right. So they will spend a lot of money on convincing us to spend a lot of money on things that we don't need. Yeah. And I always go back to the mascara adverts. Right. A few years ago in the UK, mm-hmm. there was a whole big scandal because they were styling models with lash inserts mm-hmm. and they were not saying this. Mm-hmm. And they were just showing these ads of these girls with their mascara on mm-hmm. and they're selling you a tube of mascara. Mm-hmm. And it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. And then it was a question of, well, that's misleading because that's not what's happening. Right. But how can it happen when they were using fake eyelashes? This is it. It was not the mascara, mm-hmm. but in order for you to buy the mascara, they decided to style the models mm-hmm. with lash inserts. Mm-hmm. And then it became a thing where companies had to declare if mm-hmm. that's what they'd done. There's another hair care product right now that is out. It's a hair color. Right. Um, they're advertising all these vibrant hair dyes. Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. People who are aware and who are conscious yeah. might read the small print. Yeah. But how many people, when they're watching telly, are trying to read the small print? I mean, how many of us have wound up in contracts or in whatever and yeah. we didn't read the, the small, small print? print? Exactly. Okay. So they say that some of the models in this ad, and it's 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 pumping, it's high, yeah. it's music, it's it's lovely to watch. It's like, oh, that's very very high. It's intense. Yeah. It's it's very colorful. Yeah. And they've got very colorful hair. But some of those people, mm-hmm. some of the models are wearing wigs. Mm-hmm. Quite a few of the models are wearing wigs. Yeah. Now, they don't tell you which models are wearing wigs. Mm-hmm. So naturally, you just assume it's the black girls in the videos who are wearing wigs. Right. On closer inspection, you realize, no, it's not necessarily just the black girls. Mm-hmm. So now they are selling hair dye for you and I to buy to use on our own hair use on our own hair Mm -hmm. but in the advert they're using models who are wearing wigs Wigs. yeah but they're not selling the hair dye Mm -hmm. to color your wig right that's something people really need to understand yeah when somebody has something to sell you they're after your money. Yeah. That's what they are after. And we're making snap decisions without asking questions mm-hmm. of the right people, of the right things, to really understand, well, why are you saying that this is going to work for me? Mm-hmm. How will it work for me? What What's there to prove it will work for me? And also, how do you know it will work for me? You don't right. know my hair. Yeah. You don't know my hair. Yeah. So... I, I don't know, but I just think people need to learn to understand their own hair. Yeah. And the things that affect your hair and what your hair will look like mm-hmm. are based on you, the person. Right. It's, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's based on you, your lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, 
where you're based mm -hmm. what can you come across because now you've got people saying oh this youtuber said i have to get amla oil now if you live somewhere where there is no amla oil mm -hmm. does that mean your hair is going to be unhealthy your hair is not going to grow long your hair is not going to do its best yeah that's 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 not no. necessarily accurate no and then i also think it's important for people to stop and think how many products do you need for your body right but then also we've become part of a society i guess where you need all of the products for your body as well and it's interesting that you say this because we're talking about hair but i see and you guys know the influencers or the the beauty editors and da 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 da, da. for one face the nighttime daytime routine there's all of the products for one beat face look there's all of the products and i think it's a larger conversation to have about that simplicity and that simplifying because what are each and every one of these products doing to the skin just as what each and every one of these products doing to the hair as well yeah it's an interesting it's an interesting time i think but we also live in a time where there is access to information right good information yeah. can be accessed if you want it yeah so if you need an eye cream like i don't know but again this is where the value of grown-ups comes into play like yeah. older people in people's families you don't have a grandma or a great-grandma yeah how many how, how many of these things is she using right and and what does she look like mm -hmm. because most people's grandmothers keep it simple yeah now, I'm not saying everything they do is right because mm. we've now realized like they, they are real issues with mm. with a certain type of there's yeah. a petroleum. There are issues that have been found to be connected to certain products yeah. that certain communities have used for a long time. Yeah. Uh, this Johnson & Johnson baby oil being a case in point, <laughs> baby powder, that yeah. whole thing that they, they're paying out money now. Um, but most of the times, just natural oils are brilliant. Yeah. I know Mediterranean women swear by olive oil mm. they will lather themselves with olive oil mm. they will wash it off and do whatever or they'll mm -hmm. apply it after mm -hmm. a shower and that's all they use yeah and 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 i have seen a lot of older italian women who are like wow mm -hmm. you know and it's not this whole black don't crack thing i've yeah. seen a lot of black that is cracked yeah because you're using far too much makeup on mm -hmm. young skin mm -hmm. but by the time you're in your 30s 40s your, your skin is trashed mm. by that so now you need things that are stronger it's educate yourself right we're here to play a part but mm -hmm. ultimately we have to understand that most people are just trying to sell you something yeah and most large companies are just following trends mm -hmm. they're just following trends mm -hmm. and influencers are trying to make money easily yeah they're, they're trying to be on their phone all day mm -hmm. so that they make money mm -hmm. from being on the phone and engaging with you mm -hmm. while you are trudging about in yeah. the cold yeah going to a regular job yep yeah <laughs> dropping your kids off at school going yeah. to uni you know you're schlepping yeah living life in the real world someone's in a borrowed hotel room yeah trying to convince you to like and to engage so that they go and they say look i have so many people yeah. that follow my account yeah and i have so many people that look and watch what i do mm -hmm. pay me for that mm -hmm. so i don't know i i would take influences with a pinch of salt yeah because that influence is we give them that influence yeah and how can you just give yeah. such power to someone else mm -hmm. where they're like literally just wearing clothes because they were gifted yeah Woo. 
using a product and saying oh i did this with this hair product so therefore it felt it made my hair feel so this and so that but it's like what's in the product Mm -hmm. but i can still see you got damaged hairline Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they ain't giving you anything that's repairing that damaged hairline your hair still looks unhealthy length is not health that's a big point length is not health Mm -hmm. there is a lot of people with long hair that is un healthy yeah watch when that hair starts to fall out yeah watch when you get ill and there's nothing you see like when you've got healthy hair and Mm. you go through a period of illness or something happens your hair might thin out it might fall your hair will go through a rough time yeah that is normal but sometimes when people have had unhealthy hair to start with right it's a car crash of a mess at the end of that because there was nothing to absorb Mm mm-hmm once your hair is out of your skin it's dead Mm -hmm. so the idea that you're applying something that's going to make your hair healthy from the outside is a lie it's a fallacy yeah an absolute fallacy so these are some of the things we're going to really go deep into because we just want people to detox up like stop using all All these unnecessary products you don't need a lot yeah you really do not need a lot and when you've got the help and the guidance you need to this figure out what works for you. Yeah. You get quality products. Yeah. You use very little of it. Right. You you don't need to be using millions and tons. You don't need to because you don't need to suffocate your scalp yeah. and your hair with these because that's another thing I see as well. And I'm out and about I just see people with too much product mm-hmm. in their hair. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So even if it was going to do something good, it's now not doing anything good yeah. because, you know, your body, your body is amazing. It's literally designed to be self-sufficient mm-hmm. if you do things the right way. So if you feed yourself, mm-hmm. then the outside is going to be all right. It yeah. needs minimal maintenance. It yeah. doesn't need, you do, you do not need four, five, six, seven. You don't need all that. No. But I, I think the interesting thing as well, because, you know, I've worked with Afrotility myself, I've gone through their classes, I've gone through through that. So for me, the most powerful thing it does is, yes, letting you understand, you know, what products you do need, what you don't need, but also it's the mentality behind it. A lot of people are dependent on these products because they feel like they need it, right? So um, having a conversation with my family recently, and I have been called out for my, this is thing, Ghana privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you, you guys are privileged. Do you tell us about this? So you guys know because I talk about it all the time. I only use two things in my hair. It's sheer butter and it's castor oil, right? That is what my stylist, what my Afrotility consultant told me I needed. So that's what I use. So I'm having this conversation over Sunday dinner with family. I love, 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 love them. Um, and they're they're like, yeah, you can afford to use two products on your hair because of your Ghana privilege. She's like, so they then say, you know, people from other parts of even West Africa do not have that same Ghana privilege where you have the curl pattern and you have this and you have that and you have the other. You know, people from different parts of the Caribbean, they come from Caribbean background. Hey guys, I know you're listening. (laughs) they don't, they don't have that as well because of the mix, because of whatever is in your DNA, right? And so I've been really thinking about this idea and this concept of Ghana privilege or that if you're from certain parts of the world, if you have certain mixes, your hair is easier to work with because it is not as 
tough. Mm-hmm. It is not as hard. It is not, it's, it's not as tight of a curl. And so for me, then I think about, you know, what our fertility is doing. Mm-hmm. Because actually we are putting labels onto hair. Yeah. That is just as it is. Mm-hmm. Hair that is beautiful just as it is. Mm-hmm. Whether it is tough, whether it is hard, mm-hmm. whether it is, you know, the tighter curl. And I think it's that changing and reframing of the mind that just because a hair looks a certain type of way that's how the hair is that's how god has made the hair to be we then label it as oh it's it's not good Mm -hmm. i think two two things yeah first and foremost i think just because of the history of black people in the last 200 years um yes i know our history goes a lot longer than that and there's a horrific history with the transatlantic slave trade blah blah yeah okay fine i know that and i don't want to diminish that but it just meant that a lot of information that used to get passed down stopped getting passed down because of that either colonial past or the 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 slave trade past so we can't just ignore that but at the same time we can't use that as a reason for for not moving forward because you know it's like okay because of what happened, mm-hmm. what is it that we need to reframe the story? Yeah. And this is why our fertility does what our fertility does, because they recognize they're never going to change everybody's mindset. Right. That's not their intention. The intention is let's change how yeah. we talk about our own hair. Yep. Let's change how we we think about our own hair. And that's nobody can do that alone. Mm-hmm. Nobody can do that alone. So this is why um, Afrotility has the help of psychotherapists. Yeah. This is, they have professionally, because yeah. that's not their, you know, we, we go to people and we're like, please help. Yeah. Because we recognize what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, um, because of that lack of knowledge and understanding, we now arrive at these these lies and yeah. these fallacies where one type of hair is harder than the other. Yeah. Now, you could be Caucasian. Yeah. And you can still have a bad hair day. Like, Mm. they still struggle with their hair. I don't think there is any human being on this earth Mm -hmm. who's never, ever had a bad hair day. Only because some of it is because of what we want as humans. So, um, we had Ayumi on the show. Ayumi is Japanese. Straight hair. Mm -hmm. So, if you haven't listened to Ayumi's episode, guys, go back and listen to Mm -hmm. an interview with Ayumi. Because... Ayumi's hair is what a lot of people would consider mm-hmm. easy standard, hair. Yeah. And yet she's had her challenges, her ups and downs with her hair. And then she goes and she perms her hair mm-hmm. to make it curly mm-hmm. because it, it, she gets tired of this super straight hair. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a question of nobody has hair privilege. Right. Th- that is a lie. <laughs> if you feel and you believe that, yeah. it just means that there's a gap in your knowledge. Mm-hmm you don't understand something about your own hair, mm-hmm. go and find a mm. professional who will help you with that. Afrotility is not the only place mm. that understands hair. The only difference with a lot of other companies is Afrotility. They have training in trichology, right. which is the understanding of hair and scalp diseases yep. and all that, everything to do with the hair and the scalp. Mm-hmm. And they're also trained stylists. So it's the two under Coming one together, roof. Yeah. If you go to a dermatologist, they will look at the skin aspect. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have healthy skin, it can't support healthy hair growth. Mm -hmm. If you go to a trichologist, they will look at the health of your hair. They will look at the scalp. They will look at what they can do about that. Mm. They might tell you not to have certain hairstyles. Mm -hmm. So they'll tell you, like, don't braid your hair. (laughs) Some of them will tell you that. Yeah. But it's like, okay, no. 
I, as a black woman, am never going to tell another black woman, do not braid your hair, unless there is clinical reasons for it. To say, okay, braiding your hair at this point is the least healthy thing you can do, then that's fine. If if the hair can take it, it's more about the styling practices of the stylist. Is she consciously braiding your hair? Mm. Is she trained? Does she understand what your hair is saying to to you and to her? Mm -hmm. Because the hair communicates, much Uh, like, you know, you go to those Chinese shops. Yeah. You're walking past them, I must say. And they're just like, come, darling, come in. Your eyes are telling me this. And you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Go easy on me. I didn't ask you what my eyes were yeah. saying. But doctors, people who are trained to understand how the body communicates, yeah. will look into your eyes and say, oh, your eyes are saying this, that, and the other. Yeah. It's yeah. the same with hair. A person who understands hair can look at the hair and say, okay, the hair needs A, B, C, mm. and D this is a problem that is a problem so Mm. it's not so much that you need all these products it's just that you need somebody to help you on your hair journey right to understand that which your hair needs Mm. so you have castor oil and shea butter shea butter doesn't work for everybody no there's some people that shouldn't be using shea butter Mm -hmm. there's some people who shouldn't use coconut oil Mm -hmm. um first and foremost because some people are allergic Mm -hmm. and also because they're very, very, they're very strong oils mm. and they're very suffocating mm-hmm. and they can break your hair. Mm-hmm. So if you just go along thinking, oh, well, because so-and-so uses yeah. castor oil and coconut oil and so-and-so uses coconut oil and shea butter and this and that, you are going to do more harm than mm. good to your hair. And remember, your hair is dead mm-hmm. already. Once it's outside your body, it's dead already it might immediately show you that i don't like this Mm -hmm. or it's communicating in subtle ways that you're not picking up on Mm -hmm. and this is why people should try and work with the same stylist because if you keep changing stylists they can't monitor your hair but then again you have to want to have healthy Mm. hair i feel like we've gotten into so much this is just the first episode like imagine imagine what else is coming i'm we're so excited. We've got some really interesting interviews coming up this season. Mm-hmm. We are doing things a little bit differently as well. So, of course, we're still having our salon tells. We love those. We know that you do. So, from now, start sending through anything that you have, your experiences of products, yeah. of using products, of, you know, just anything at all that you can think of. What, Send it through. Yeah. yeah. What products have you used that you felt actually made a difference yeah. to your hair? What products did you use that did not mm-hmm. make a difference to your hair? How do you choose your hair products? How mm-hmm. do you know if a product is working or it's not mm-hmm. working? And I actually have a review that I want to give yeah. of um, of a brand right. that I have used um, their products. Mm-hmm. I have... And I ask questions. Right. Because I'm I'm just not impressed by people who want to start a hair care brand just because it's a thing at the moment which is happening it is happening so much Mm -hmm. and it's just like let's not forget people are just out here to get money from Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. and it's okay because we can support each other's businesses we can support we can and we should yeah but at the same time let's make sure we're supporting businesses that are making an effort Mm -hmm. so there is a review that i'm going to do um from a company it's it's a very honest review because I'm I'm talking from a stylist's perspective. Right. How I found the product, what I liked about it, what I did not like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then hopefully we can engage those companies and give them that feedback yeah. so that they continue to improve. That's it. Yeah. Their their products because a lot of products that are aimed at especially curly haired women mm -hmm. have not always been manufactured by, by people us. with yeah. our with our hair. So we should try and support those those. But then again, we're just looking at all hair products. Yeah. Um, for all our listeners. Yeah. Um, because we are all victim mm. of this incessant bombardment by the media or at least by, by advertising agencies yeah. telling us our hair is not going to be great unless this and mm -hmm. this is not going to be fabulous unless this. And mm -hmm. it's like, no, we don't need that much mm -hmm. of anything. It's not necessary no. at all. And think about the environment. Yeah. Some of these things yeah. wash down the drain and yeah. they go and they wind up in the oceans yeah. and the seas and the rivers and the lakes. And it's like, do we really want to do this that? This is it. This is it. So I'm hoping that by the end of this season, we will probably have changed how we think and feel about our mm. hair and especially the products that we're, we're using. using. Yep. Because yeah. a lot of it has nothing to do with product usage. Mm -hmm. It's more to do with how you look after you, mm -hmm. what you're putting into your body and how you're styling your hair. Yeah. Because if you know that you are a dye fiend and you want to be using hair dye and stuff, mm -hmm. well, what other things you can be eating to help support that. your health, your hair, yeah. hair's health? Um, because dye does damage yeah. your hair strands, but you can continue to grow healthy hair and continue to dye your hair right. because you're growing healthy hair. And remember, when you apply things to your skin, they do get absorbed by your skin. Mm -hmm. So they wind up inside your body. What are they doing inside, inside yeah. your body? So if you're a company that wants to make products or you're a, peep, a person that's making products, you've got to think about that as mm -hmm. well. Think about what are you putting in whatever it is you're making mm -hmm. that is going to affect people who are using it. Yeah. Lovely. Before we go, guys, one more thing that we would love from you is send across your questions. We are going to do another segment, not dissimilar to Silent Tales, where we want to address the questions that you have. We know that sometimes we present you with new information and things that are fresh and, and there are questions about it or there may be personal hair care questions if you give them to us send them across to us dm us email us you know how to find us mm -hmm. and then the last episode of the season we're going to spend some time going through your questions and your thoughts and, and putting those answers to you absolutely well it's been lovely i'm so excited to have you guys with us for the next few episodes we hope you have a great week yes take care bye